Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. High drama at the Oscars. Oh, wow! White House backpedals. Mr. President, were you calling for regime change? No. High flying peacocks grounded. Everything the roller story does come to an end. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. An actor who portrayed Muhammad Ali used his right hand to settle a score at the Oscars. An unscripted moment that stole the show and reverberated all over social media. CBS's Steve Futterman was there to see it. Uh-oh, Richard! Comedian Chris Rock is known for pushing the envelope. Wow, dude! Yes! It was a G.I. Jane joke. Last night, he pushed actor Will Smith over the edge, referring in a joke to Smith's wife, actress Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? On live TV, with millions watching, in the middle of the Academy Awards, the two got into a dust-up. Smith walked on stage and struck rock oh wow wow will smith just smacked the out of me smith then shouted angry expletives keep my wife's name out your mouth i'm going to okay the dolby theater suddenly went silent harry medved is with the movie website fandango.com we were kind of waiting for the punchline we weren't expecting the punch a bit later will smith came back on stage in a more traditional way and the oscar goes to will smith he won the oscar for best actor he apologized and was emotional in this business you got to be able to have people disrespecting you and you got to smile and you got to pretend like that's okay. L.A. police say at this moment, no charges will be filed. Jessica Chastain won Best Actress. As for the top prize... Oh, yeah. Oscar goes to... Coda. <laughs> Coda, the story of a high school girl and her deaf parents and deaf brother. Tony Kotzer, who plays the father, won Best Supporting Actor. He became just the second deaf actor to win an Oscar. Best Supporting Actress went to Ariana DuBose. She became the first openly LGBTQ actor to capture an Oscar. Steve Futterman, CBS News at the Academy Awards in Hollywood. Also not part of the script, President Biden's ad lib at a weekend speech in Poland saying Russia's Vladimir Putin cannot remain in power. White House correspondent Weijia Jiang on the fallout. One day after making this remarkable comment about Vladimir Putin. For God's sake, this man cannot remain power. President Biden provided little clarity when asked what he meant as he left church on Sunday evening. Were you calling for regime change? Earlier, Secretary of State Antony Blinken insisted the president was not suggesting an immediate change to Russia's government. We do not have a strategy of regime change. The Kremlin had a different interpretation. A spokesman said it's not up to Mr. Biden or Americans to decide who will remain in power in Russia. Only Russia 
politicians who vote for their president can decide that. Diplomats from Russia and Ukraine are meeting in Turkey today. Ukraine's president says the country is prepared to declare neutrality and offer security guarantees to Russia in a bid to end the fighting. The mayor of Mariupol says a catastrophe looms if thousands of civilians can't get out of that city. CBS News has learned the House committee investigating the Capitol attack is considering trying to question Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas's wife. And some Democrats want Justice Thomas to recuse himself from cases related to the 2020 election. His wife texted President Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, about overturning the election results several times. Illinois Republican Adam Kinzinger on Face the Nation says he's not confident Meadows has handed over all of his texts. When it comes to any potential future calling in of Ms. Thomas, we'll take a look at what the evidence is. The committee meets today to vote on contempt of Congress charges for former White House officials Peter Navarro and Dan Scavino. A wildfire in South Texas has burned more than a thousand acres. Some people have been forced out of their homes and Governor Greg Abbott says others might have to leave the area with little notice. When you see the size and magnitude of this, uh, as well as its potential, if it's not going to be contained, it's dangerous. In Colorado, a fire south of Boulder forced 20,000 people out of their homes, but firefighters kept the flames away from homes and now most evacuation orders have been lifted. In Boston, one person was killed when a section of an old municipal parking garage collapsed. Fire Commissioner Jack Dempsey says the man was part of a demolition crew. There had been a partial collapse. We found one victim at the bottom of the collapse. It was pronounced by Boston EMS paramedics. First, it was a shortage of drivers. Now, high gas prices imperiling school bus routes all over the country. Here's CBS's Scott McFarland. The National School Transportation Association represents operators of about half of America's school buses and says this is a growing concern. Georgia education officials are asking the feds for permission to use COVID stimulus money to offset the cost. But in Michigan, Association of Pupil Transportation Director Katrina Morris tells CBS News districts are using fewer buses to run longer routes. Unfortunately, it impacts some of our kids, you know, because they may have to be on the bus a little bit longer. But we want to make sure that our buses are full. Many schools, including Baltimore County, Maryland, signed long-term deals for fuel to lock in a price. But in states like New Jersey, those deals can only run one year. A major pandemic lockdown has taken hold in Shanghai, the biggest in China since the Wuhan shutdown in early 2020 that lasted more than a month. Residents have to stay home, go to certain spots for deliveries, and most businesses and public transportation have been shut down. Well, in college basketball for Cinderella, the clock struck midnight. Matic, catch, fire, bottom. It's a three. North Carolina pushed past 15 seed St. Peter's in the Elite Eight of the NCAA tournament. Step in, steal. Davis, give it up. Love upstairs. And he rocks the rim. The Tar Heels overwhelm the Peacocks 68-49 on CBS to advance to the Final Four to face longtime rival Duke. Also heading to New Orleans, Kansas. Moore lost it. Another turnover by Miami. Here comes Abaji. Hot and high. The only number one seed to make it to the Final Four. The Jayhawks beat Miami 76-50. Top seeds South Carolina and Stanford advance to the women's Final Four.
Can the Grammys top the Oscars when it comes to the unexpected? We'll find out next weekend. Here are the nominees for Best New Artist. Saweetie just spent the past year collaborating with Doja Cat and even found time to launch her own jewelry line. Rodrigo's driver's license was number one on the charts in 10 countries, and she's returning to High School Musical for season three. Glass Animals were signed by Adele's producer after he saw them perform in London. And Jimmy Allen has been collaborating with Brad Paisley, Noah Cyrus, and appearing on Dancing with the Stars. The remaining Best New Artist contenders are Phineas, Baby Keem, Japanese Breakfast, Arlo Parks, The Kid Leroy, and Rouge Aftab. Jen Clark, CBS News. Two films dominated the Razzies, celebrating Hollywood's worst. Diana, the musical, and the semi-animated Space Jam, A New Legacy. LeBron James won Worst Actor. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.